One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. One mic, one voice. Welcome to the One Mic, One Voice show, building the collective conscious show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas and informed opinions can be heard, appreciated and yay debated. I am Michael Eric Owen. And I'm Deshaun Thornton, affectionately known as DT. <laughs> you are, man. You got to put that in know. there sometimes yeah, yeah, so people you know, don't know. Yeah. Some people but, are hearing this for the first time like, who's that smooth sounding cat on the... It's DT. But you know, it rolls in there really, really well. And um, I'm excited about today's show, not because of the topic, but because I think, uh, you know, it's it's always good to be with you uh, in the studio, Uh, my brother. It's always great uh, as well to be with Richie Rich. Uh, (laughs) But to be on the mic, man, with you is always a, uh, a thrill, man. It's like the first time, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I mean, I'm a little speechless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, it's exciting. It's got a beautiful day out in Oklahoma City. A little breezy in the air, man, but it feels it's good. Sunday, man, it's a it's a Sunday. Sunday. You know, and we we have to address today, uh, folks, the title um, of our episode ninety nine. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, that's. We looking over, man. Uh, you know, uh, we now nah, let me say we. Well, yeah, we looking over, but we gonna level out and keep going up because right. we looking over might be the valley we going <laughs> down. So, so it's not that type of looking over. Uh, but the title of the day is fighting together, women and minorities. And 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 before I, I well, let me just say this: I I have been advocating for many, many years that the success of uh, the challenges that minorities face and women face, the success of that is these two groups coming together mm-hmm. to understand that that these issues are uh, endemic to who we are and uh, what we are trying to become. But before we get into that, D, man, this guy Roy Moore out of Alabama, mm-hmm. this guy that uh, this um, this judge – that's running for the Senate seat, I guess that was vacated by uh, concessions. <laughs> yeah, concessions. <laughs> concessions. <laughs> I mean, his testimony, I don't know if you saw it the other day, I, I cannot recall. Uh, I, I cannot recall. I'm like, does this dude have a brain? Does he remember anything? They should just ask, are you Jeff Sessions? Yeah. I, mean, I cannot recall. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> right. I mean, but this guy, Roy Moore, Okay, there was this great article on about um, that was sent to me uh, from a good friend of mine was sent to me kind of talking about Roy Moore in association with um, with Kaepernick, you know, kind of making this comparison between the two, how outraged people are. Okay, especially in the Christian community, because he's had these religious Pastors, I mean, these pastors, these Republican pastors have come out in support of him. His wife stood there with a bunch of, you know, women that look like her, white women, in support of this guy. When this guy is accused of being a pedophile, you know, 
um, he's went after underage girls. And you heard them say that they'd rather pick somebody like him yeah. than a Democrat. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I mean, where have we, where, where have we, um, where, where, how low can we, can we go as a culture when someone will say, I would rather have a sexual predator in office than simply someone of a different political affiliation? It's been our history, first of all, and I'll say that that would speak to larger problems that, that we have, uh, just given this example. Go ahead, bro. No, he, Richard just funneling with something. Uh, I thought Richard was trying to get my attention. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm thinking that this, this speaks to larger larger problems, especially when you're looking at uh, this over that, um, you know, deciding what's acceptable and what's not and kind of what BS you're going to be able to deal yeah. with regardless of the fact of what, whatever the goal is you're trying to accomplish. I just think it's, I mean, I, you know, as a country, I mean, somewhere, um, although we, we had slavery, we had Jim Crow, we had convict lease. We know we had all these things, right? But somehow I would like to think there is this moral, this kind of, you know, like, you know, people call it a moral compass, but just this this linear progression, man, that will run throughout history that somehow there there's a moral line that you just don't cross or accept out of someone like this despicable person. Um I just but 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 in the same and again, I, I say it's white privilege. I say it's white privilege. If if dude was black, okay. And he had all this list of. I mean, think about the way Cosby was treated, right? Vice, well, we don't, we don't. If if it's true, I, I didn't hear you say that about Bill Cosby. If it's true, I mean, how, how are you going to call eight women liars? I mean, the, it took so much courage, and we're going to talk about that yeah. when we go throughout the show. But man, the courage that it takes for uh, these women to come forward. Especially after living with this, man, I think about the tragedy of living with this for forty years. Man, you know, I think about all the women in my life, man, who have who have dealt with men in their life, you know, mm. and the tra- tragedies and travesties and abuse and to hold that in for forty years, years, years. trapped, try to oh, trapped, absolutely. Mm. I mean, the one described it as as I mean, matter of fact, um, um, um. What is it? Uh, Terry Crews is that mm-hmm. his name? He talked about being yeah. groped himself, man. How dude just Walked went up, up just and grabbed his jump, bam, bam, in front of his wife, and just started laughing and sticking out his tongue, and you know, see you later, Terry. <laughs> I mean, like Terry, not a small dude either. Hey, you know, but it's his thing was that if he would have reacted in the way that he felt in that moment, he would have been outcast as an angry black man. Absolutely. And so it's even that he had to take that into consideration and not be able to address it in the right way is is kind of sad within itself. Man, that's just great. Somebody just walk up and just grab your stuff, man. I mean, just, <laughs> just think about women have to deal with this, man. You know, having their, their butts squeezed and... You know what I mean? Like hair stroked and I mean that's that's a violation, man. And um and so I just think you know, he talks about how Terry talks about how um when he 
when he told his story, how he felt free. You know how these women now, as you talked about being imprisoned by these acts that are perpetrated upon them, how it imprisons them. But when they tell their story, they become free. Mm. And man, the price of that freedom, man, is, you know, there is none. Mm. Um, but I, I would say that there is a correlation between the women's movement and their or their issues and the civil rights movement. Um, being historically marginalized and being treated as inferior to white men. We have to notice, man, yeah, we can throw Cosby in there. But, man, what do the faces look like, D, that's best being accused? Like white men. Like white men. Let me ask you another question. What's the faces of those committing domestic terrorism? White, white men. We, that's what I, I said this months ago. We have a white male problem in our society i know they're the dominant culture i know there's more of them but i'm here to tell you folks you need to turn your attention to what's going on with white males in this country now i'm not saying all of them you're not hearing me generalizing it to every white male but i'm saying we have some issues minority people share with the women's movement a fear of retaliation ostracism and jettacism Interesting. And, and, and just briefly, because we're going we gonna to go for a break here. But the reason why I say civil rights, D, because this, this Civil Rights Act of, of 1957 created the Civil Rights, the Commission on, on Civil Rights, which I happen to be advisory to the Oklahoma Civil Rights Advisory Commission. Not speaking for them. Don't sit up here and say the Oklahoma, uh, you know, chapter that said, no, nah, this is Michael Owen speaking. <laughs> Don't get it twisted, right? Um, but the reason why I say it is because this commission is, is to study the alleged deprivation of voting rights, alleged discrimination based on, get this D, race, color, religion, sex, age, disability, or national origin, okay, in the administration of justice. So what we find here, we find sexism in here. We sign color. We sign we, discrimination in here. And all of this is based upon, right, this idea of sexual harassment and sexism. And we're going to get deep into that, folks. Man, you excited, D? I am, man. This, this is a heavy topic, and uh, I hope that the people listening, uh, men especially, can uh, take something away from Absolutely. today's conversation. And, and you know, I want you to bring in some of your expertise as well, man, and oh. what you've been dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, because I know you can. You ain't got to name names, but you can name situations, though. I will. All right. Well, folks, hey, hang in there. We'll be right back. This is Josh K. And I am Leah Marie. And when we listen to podcasts, we always listen to One Mic, One Voice. You can change the world, it's your choice. Your choice. This 
Elijah Bailey. This is Richard Taflin. From the Elijah Bailey Show, bringing you all the content that you could ever desire about anime, manga, comic books, martial arts, fitness, and more. You can find us at Elijah Bailey Show on the official Facebook page and also Elijah Bailey Show without the W on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and rate on iTunes and Podbean. All right, we are back. Sexual harassment, D. All right, so obviously, Mike, it's unlawful to harass a person, whether that be an employee or an applicant, because of that person's sex. Harassment can include sexual harassment or unwelcome sexual advances, requests for sexual favors, and other verbal or physical harassment of a sexual nature. Harassment does not have to be of a sexual nature, however, and can include offensive remarks about a person's sex. For example, it is illegal to harass a woman by making offensive comments about women in general. Mm. Both the victim and the harasser can either be a woman or a man, and the victim and harasser can be the same sex. Although the law doesn't prohibit simple teasing, offhand comments, or isolated incidents that are not very serious, harassment is illegal when it is so frequent or severe that it creates a hostile or offensive work environment or when it results in an adverse employment decision, such as the victim being fired or demoted, which you see happen all the time. Get her out of here. Exactly. Uh, The harasser can be the victim's supervisor, a supervisor in another area, a co-worker, or someone who is not an employee of the employer, such as a client or consumer. Man, I... I, Man. I think one of the the biggest things in that segment right there is, is to know that Sexual harassment doesn't have to be of sexual nature. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard of several accounts of women telling stories about not necessarily sexual um, advances and things like mm-hmm. that, but just simple stuff. You know, yeah. he looked at me wrong. Yeah, you know, looked me up and yeah. down. Um, you know, kept, just kept staring at me. Mm-hmm. You know, every time I look up, he's looking in my eyes. You know what I mean? Creepy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 intimidation, man, and and comments like you know, like that one talked about. Um, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to uh, watch. It's a lot of coverage going on, but there was um, this. She used to work for a particular congressman, and and she said she walked in his office. And, you know, he was like, wow, you look, you know, you look great today. Mm. You know, turn around. Turn around. I mean, like, 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 like what is that, man? You know what I mean? Like, dude, turn, what, what you want? You want to look at her ass or something? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, turn around. You know, it's like crazy, man. Like, that, that, that. Like, like I see something <laughs> on your shirt. <laughs> I mean, just, but, but, but to think that you have, right, the, the right to do that to another human being because women are human beings first and foremost, right? They're, they're not, they're not, I, we, we have, we have sexualized, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the culture. But I mean, when you really start looking at this thing, man, I mean, we can go back to the days when, when it was, it was well known that men just whistled at women. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Cat I mean, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cat call at, at, at women, man. And, and uh, but but it can extend to the point where where you know the boss is saying, "Hey, look, you want this promotion? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what to do." Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but it's 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 hard to it's it's hard for us as a culture to uh, and we're gonna we're gonna watch this video here. But it's hard for us as a culture when our president, our mm-hmm. president. Is a um, predator. 
And like you said earlier, it's really hard to decipher what your morals are when we have our leadership kind of having no moral compass at all. At all. This dude um, is accused by 16 women. 16 women. Did I say 16? 16. I said 16. I think I said 16. One, six. Six. Not, not three. Not five. What not is 45 eight. saying? They're right. all like, well, we're going right. to we're gonna hear. Yeah, we're going let, to let, let's listen to right. what he what he's got to say. On October 12th, former People reporter Natasha Stoinoff joined a growing chorus of women claiming they were sexually assaulted by Donald Trump. His hands were everywhere and they were all like, well, that's Donald Trump. And I said, he just put his hand on my skirt. He then grabbed my shoulder and began kissing me again very aggressively. Trump denied all claims, including the accusations made by Stoinoff. These claims are all fabricated. They're pure fiction and they're outright lies. His wife, Melania, also denounced Stoinoff's story and demanded an apology. Days later, she appeared on CNN to defend her husband. If you could let the American people know one thing about your husband, what, what would it be? That my husband is kind and he's a gentleman and uh, he would never do that. There were no problems at all with Natasha's account. We have absolutely no doubt that it's true. Now a lot of the people who have corroborated the story are coming forward and using their names, putting their reputations on the line to say, I was there at the time and Natasha told me about it. A total of six people have come forward on the record to say that they can corroborate Natasha Stoinoff's story. Three of us uh, worked with her in the New York Bureau. There are also two friends. One of the most important people that we've spoken to is her former journalism professor who actually got a call from Natasha the night of the incident. She was angry, she was upset, she was confused, she was crying a bit, um, and she told me uh, what had happened. All the cards were on his side of the table, and I said to her, you know, and it wasn't an easy thing to say, I thought that if she became public, that he would destroy her. Okay. Uh-huh. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me just point out something about um, 45 and his wife's statement. We don't need her to tell us anything about him because he's told us already about himself, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. He said the president wasn't born here. One of the most racist things that you could say against a person, right? To deny him of his humanity, to deny him of his birth in this country, to say that he is illegitimate. That's what he said. He said Mexicans are criminals and rapists. That's what he said. He said the Central Park Five, even though the DNA came back, exonerated them, they should be executed. That's what he said. Okay. In the Access Hollywood video, he said, because I'm a star, I can grab them by the pussy. I can walk up and just kiss them at any time. What did this woman say? That's just Donald Trump. This is what, see, this is what I'm trying to say. Why, why, why are we sitting up here with this preponderance of evidence that's against <laughs> okay. him saying what? Uh, our, our president, he, he, he can't be that. He's already told you himself. Right? But. You take a man like Bill Cosby, oh, he's guilty. He's guilty, period. I'm not saying he's not guilty. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying the people that came out against Cosby and demonized Cosby and went up inside, up inside, down his back, 
says nothing about this gentleman right here. When we don't have Cosby words, we got his words in the public sphere, mm-hmm. right? Um, Cosby even agreed to drugging some of them. This man said all of these women are lying. Okay. They're liars. Uh, couldn't have been me. What's your thoughts, Dean? Um, and I really think, um, aside from th- those things and, and the support that it took for her to come out and say something, first of all, and then, you know, being able to kind of build up a team of people and numbers to kind of encourage other people mm-hmm. to, to get her back mm-hmm. in, a, in an instance. But at the same time, uh, that guy was absolutely right. You know, at the time, had this information had come out, it would have been the wrong time. Crushed her. And I think... That speaks volumes because today, these guys, even though the the actions and the the accusations are horrendous, they make history too mm. because they give women the opportunity now to say it wasn't just me. Mm. Um, I'm not the only one, and I'm not the only one who's seen it happen. Yeah. So it's not just my word against this other person, but I have a team now of people who can also say that's just Donald Trump. But what? Let, let, let me just ask you know. What 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 is the mentality of someone that meets a total stranger and puts their hand up their skirt and touches them? I mean, like, what is that? How does that even come into? This is what I have such a hard time, folks, even beginning to understand this sickness. Because I'm saying, how can you look at another person and be like, oh, yeah. Just objectify. Boom. And just Mm -hmm. take your hand and just, like, (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't, maybe you can help me, D, here. You know, I just, it's so hard for me to even, (laughs) is, is that, is that, is that just a diabolical, sick mind of a person? I mean, you have to understand that there are circles and situations and other people that normalize these behaviors for the people who who find themselves, you know, having those type of mentalities, right? Mm. And so if you're supported in that way of thinking and that way of doing and you kind of don't yep. have a filter for uh, or regard for respect for other people, other maybe people's it, bodies and personal maybe, spaces. Maybe your boys do it too. Yeah, exactly. So, hey. Psh, now you see what I did, Bob? Just locker room, Tom. Yeah, you see what I did to her, Bob? It was, yeah, yeah, it was, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go over and see if I can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? These I mean, the kind of guys that are out there, man, and the kind of guys that are out there um, in, invigorating these people to, to, to act in this way. Yeah. Because it's, it's not an issue. You know, in some cases... High-five each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some cases of sexual harassment, it can be linked to sexual addiction or perversion. But many of these behaviors are channeled out of a false sense of what white male identity is. And I, and, and again, we, the majority of the people that are doing this are in powerful positions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I mean, that's I, another thing you have to consider. Is it a, is it a power issue? Is it a... Uh, just simply sexism? Is it just, I mean, what is it that's motivating? Well, I think part of it, you know, when we get beyond the, um, the you know, the clinical view of looking at it, I think it's got to do with, with this white man's identity, this powerful white male identity, which, is, which, was a, which I think constitutes a sense of control, power, mm-hmm. the ability to marginalize and subjugate. Mm-hmm. With, get this in the end, 
with no accountability. Mm-hmm. You understand? I can subjugate you. As he said, I can don't come out because he will crush, crush you. Him. Right. I can do anything I want to do. I'm a God, really, in this in this industry, within my space. I'm a God. I can do you can walk into my office and I can just stick my tongue in your face, whether you like it or not, in your mouth. I can grope you and send you on your way because you can't do anything. Control, right? Intimidation. Marginalized. This, you know, to me, this reminds me a lot of what that's why I say this correlation now between um what we're hearing today that women have been going through, man, since the dawn of time, right? Um, but what blacks people go through. Right. It's, it's, it's such a uh it's such a um interesting correlation, I would mm-hmm. say. But I've heard women tell me that being a woman is worse than being black. Be a white woman? Being a white woman is worse than I being completely black. disagree. I completely disagree. And I'm gonna tell you why. Um the stigma of being a white woman is nowhere compared to the stigma of being a black man. I disagree when I hear a black woman say it's just as bad being a black woman as a black man. I disagree with that. And I'm going to tell you why. Even if you look back in history, black men couldn't get jobs. Black women could. They would allow for black women to come into their households, to be domestic servants, if you want to say that. Black men have been reduce to not even being able to take care of their family. The stigma of being a a man that you can't find a job, but your wife can. Tell me what that experience is about, right? And I'm not saying, I don't want to get into degrees of what's worse for one person or the other. Because I think we all, we all are facing the same challenges. But on the Richter scale, um, I can make some counter arguments mm-hmm. to all of that, right? And not just because I'm a black man, okay? We see, well, yeah, that's your view because you, you know, you you're a black man. Uh, although some people say, you know, because I have green eyes, I'm not all black. Man, I don't I don't know what that means, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but but what I will say, we share these challenges because I know I have been in situations, and I can tell you, over and over. And over again, where I broken record on them. Oh man, it's like I've been marginalized. I've been discriminated against. If I say anything, crushed. Mm-hmm. We can even talk about the metro system. I can put them on blast. Even at that place, um, I ain't gonna call no names, but folks that know what I'm talking about will understand this. My boss, her boss, top dogs. Uh, man, I, I had to file a grievance. Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh man, it was the, the bullseye was on me then. So how can how can you speak up against an an injustice? And you become <laughs> you the target now, right? Man, it's like a double wrong, right? These women that are coming forward that are saying, listen. I've been, I've been, I, I have, it's been a wrong, I've been wronged. But we say, oh, no, man, they liars. 
happens to 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 minority people all oh and and you folks that are listening to mm-hmm. us right now you know i'm telling the truth stand up you stand up to the injustice that's in your life and see what happens right you know you know what's coming you know you're gonna pay a price you know that's gonna happen to you 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 know you're gonna stand alone right you know you're gonna be demonized and 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 for the the person labeled. that uh, label, but for the person that has a million dollars against you, I'm just talking about on the local level. But when you have someone of that statue, man, I couldn't imagine trying to come out against somebody with that sort of power, right? I mean, I even look at the the, the young ladies who came out against uh, the R&B artists, like such and such raped me or, you know, we had a, mm. a night and it was kind of against my will mm. type deal. Mm. Um, and in those instances when the ladies are coming out, depending on who the superstar is, mm. she's automatically uh, having her credibility taken oh, yeah. away, yeah. depending on what she looked like. Mm-hmm. Uh when or when this mm. d- did not happen, you know, there are so many other factors, and people will come out. and What say, you think you hanging around with rappers? <laughs> yeah, what okay. you expect, girl, from them? Exactly. All they want to do is take you out and <laughs> have a night. <laughs> like it's their fault, right? I mean, it's crazy, man. It's the, you know why? And, why? Why? But what you, know, you expect? Say, you know, she, like she may not have been attractive enough to mm. to get Usher to sleep with her. Mm. You know, yeah. or yeah. Mm-hmm. What would he want with somebody like you? Type deal. <laughs> it's crazy, blaming the victim. Like these superstars the can't. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Let's take a break, bro. All right, let's take a break. Be right back. Back. This is DT of the One Mic One Voice podcast. Just want to let you guys know you can go to iTunes and search us. At one mic, one voice, and be sure to rate and review our episodes. Let us know about any feedback that you have and what you enjoy about the episodes. Also, you can go over to Stitcher where you can get the latest and freshest episodes of our podcast streamed directly to your smartphone or iPad. No downloading or syncing. How cool. Real smooth. Also, we'd just like to take the time to thank you for your time and for your energy and for spending time with us as we discuss the historical record of our time. This is Dr. Laura Gillott, and when I listen to podcasts, I always listen to the One Mic, One Voice show. This is Koresh Ali, Lansana, poet, author, educator, and Oklahoma, and when I listen to podcasts, I'm on that One Mic, One Voice joint. All right, folks. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> a lot of things could have came out. A lot of names could have came out. I can tell you, D, man, I've had so many experiences, not just in my professional life. Uh, I can even say uh, in my military life of experience of situations where I've had to stand up. I've had to pray a price mm-hmm. for it. And, man, it gets old because nobody wants to believe you. I don't understand it. I don't I don't why 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 we why is this desire not to believe people when they've been wrong especially when you have collaborating evidence right I mean um 
let's look at this. Let's let's just take a look at this video, and I, I want you to ask yourself the question: Why can't we believe these women? In October 2017, producer Harvey Weinstein was accused of assaulting and harassing various actresses, including Gwyneth Paltrow, Angelina Jolie, and Rose McGowan. One good thing about the mogul being exposed is it empowered other people to step forward and tell their stories. As the allegations against Harvey piled up, other powerful men in various industries were exposed too. Decades of abuse that had been swept under the rug was finally brought to light. Just wait until you hear which actor and comedian was fired from a movie after he was accused accused of licking people on set. Stay tuned because you won't want to miss it. If this is your first time visiting our channel, don't forget to subscribe and please give this video a big thumbs up. Today we'll be showing you 10 more famous men exposed after the Harvey Weinstein scandal. George H.W. Bush The alleged perpetrators on our list come from all walks of life. Some are in the entertainment industry, while others work for major publications. But many people were shocked and absolutely disgusted when a former U.S. president was added to the list of men who had behaved inappropriately. An actress named Heather Lind said she posed for a picture with the wheelchair-bound politician and his wife. Instead of shaking her hand, he grabbed her bum and made a dirty joke. Soon thereafter, a New York actress named Jordana Grolnick shared a similar experience. In August 2016, she was working on a production of Hunchback of Notre Dame. The former president was in attendance and was invited backstage to meet the cast. As they all gathered around to take a picture, he allegedly reached his right hand around and placed it right on her rear end. While fondling her, he told the cast his favorite magician was David Copperfield, a play on the name of celebrity magician David Copperfield. Apparently, this is one of his favorite dirty lines because a Twitter user made reference to the joke back in 2014. The cast politely laughed, but it was not a laughing matter to Jordana. In a statement, his spokesman made light of the allegations and said the former president would pat women's rear ends on occasion in a good-natured manner. Hey guys, we are so excited to announce we are producing our own original content. Head over to The Trendy for the best DIYs, fashion tips, makeup hacks, and so much more. We are sure you're going to love it. And be sure to let us know what you think in the comment section. We love to hear from you. See you there. Oliver Stone Initially, director Oliver Stone refused to condemn Harvey Weinstein once the assault and harassment allegations surfaced. Instead, he actually felt sympathy for the disgraced producer. After receiving some backlash, he finally backpedaled from his original statement. He said initially he didn't know how many women had come forward to accuse the producer and he felt appalled by the accusations. Although he had a working relationship with Harvey through his production company, he decided he would cut ties with the producer and the Weinstein company once and for all. Not long after sharing his thoughts, Oliver found himself in the hot seat. He was exposed for groping actress and model Carrie Stevens after she took to her Twitter to describe the humiliating and terrifying situation. She said she was leaving a party at another producer's house when Oliver reached out and grabbed her chest. Carrie said he honked it like a horn, grinned at her, and kept walking away like nothing had happened. Actress Patricia Arquette also revealed she had a very awkward experience with the director. They met to discuss her potentially starring in one of his movies. The material was very suggestive 
suggestive in nature, but Patricia said the meeting was very professional. Once she left, he sent her long stem roses. She felt very weird receiving the gift, and things got even more strange when Oliver's assistant called her and invited her to a screening of his 1994 film, Natural Born Killer. Patricia accepted the invitation and decided to bring her boyfriend along just in case. During the screening, she got up to use the restroom, and Oliver was waiting for her when she came out. He asked her, why did you bring him, in reference to Patricia having her boyfriend join her. She never heard from him again, she didn't get the part in the movie either, but she didn't even care. His behavior was so strange, she was just happy to sever ties with him once and for all. Ethan Kath Alice Glass was just a teenager when she met Claudio Palmieri, also known as Ethan Kath. The two began a relationship and formed the Toronto-based electronic band Crystal Castles. Alice, whose real name is Margaret Osborne, was just 15 at the time Ethan allegedly took advantage of her. Although Ethan's birth year online is listed as 1982, making him 6 years older, Alice said he's actually 10 years older than her. This means he was 25 when he allegedly began to stalk her and groom her for a life of pain and abuse. In a statement posted on her website, she said she was forced to engage in non-consensual acts, and she even accused him of physical abuse. In one incident, Alice said Ethan held her over a staircase and threatened to throw her down. All right, man. I, I have. Let's let's just yeah. Let's oh cut that. Man. We 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 could go on and on. And, and on if you you are a Patreon customer, you have our show notes. You can watch the whole thing. It's about fourteen minutes. Um, but I mean, it's uh, man, Bush in a wheelchair. Want to know who my favorite comedian is? <laughs> David <laughs> Man, come on, man. Are you man. kidding me, man? This old dude, that tells you right there, he's been doing that all his life. Of course. If a wheelchair, wheelchair can't prevent you from still trying to David Copperfield, yeah. You've been doing that all your life. But well, some of his friends did back what you just said. That's been like a running joke for him for a long time. Even his wife knows that he's just... Just touch on women. Yeah. He just cop a feel. That's his favorite comedian. I mean, how could you, I mean, how could you blame him? Man, that is got uh, a David Copperfield. And what about the horn thing, man? Oh, that was that was ridiculous, man. Just <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's it's hard not to laugh because it's so crazy. Like, why why did you <laughs> how can you just like Grant, man, I, I'm just telling. Listen, folks, man, guys are creeps, man. They are oh, creeps. I mean, man, I mean, creeps. they are completely um, disrespectful of another human being. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to, man. It's you know, we can say it's it's sexual harassment. We can say it's disrespect mm-hmm. of another person's humanity, man. I mean, I think about. Uh, men who have daughters and will have to release them to the world where other men are like that. Oh man, uh, bruh, listen, I wish it's not a it's not a happy thought. And you know, and you know, uh, my daughter's in L.A. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just telling you, don't try to cop a feel because you're gonna come back with a nub. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I will catch the first flight out. I don't care who you are. Uh, Cause we not gonna roll like that, man. It's it's it's. But you but but think about you know just the the powerful position that these men are in. I mean, we're talking about men that are at the top, enchilant of yeah. their industries, and um, women are in those positions where they're trying to to move forward in their career, and they have been prey. And let's even talk about. On the local level, 
women that are working each and every day in corporate America that are trying to do their job, that are just, man, just want to come in and just make a living. Mm -hmm. But their boss, but somebody in the department denies them the humanity that they want themselves. Um, it's, it's, and, and I, I th- you know, again, talking about this control, the power, the quest for power, marginalizing, subjugation. Um, I mean, these are things that minority people can identify directly with. Mm-hmm. And our argument in this show has been we need to come together. This is not the, 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 the women's fight and the, the fight for civil rights for blacks and minority. They're not separate. The fact that they have been separated and we see and, and we believe in each other's struggles. We don't understand that there's commonality mm-hmm. and there's strength in numbers. And so I'm encouraging people that we, we, we need to come together and fight these issues together. You know, this is laughable. Congress is probably going to make sexual harassment a requirement, training really? a requirement. Do these guys not know <laughs> how to keep them house, kind of keep their hands to themselves already? Man, these dudes have been like most of them or a large majority of them are lawyers. These are policy <laughs> people, right? <laughs> they write policy, right? It's just they don't get it. <laughs> but that you know that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about if the leadership the american leadership is broken and sick right degenerate right how do you expect for the local manager that's got 15 employees to act when the person in the oval office is uh accused of sexual Harassment. The United States Congress Office of Compliance, the COC, has paid out D, get this, fifteen point two million dollars mm-hmm. to victims of workplace harassment between ninety seven and twenty fourteen. That's our money. That's mm-hmm. taxpayers' money that they've paid out and, and there's confidential confidentiality agreements. So we don't know who these people are that that have been accused we just heard about those um those um those uh congresswomen that came out and talked about how they know themselves right now Mm -hmm. that standing members of congress who have been accused of this that are still sitting there let's talk just a little bit about how do you how do you go about today doing a complaint in congress which is mainly white male dominated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right if someone wants to form a complaint they have to go through a month of legal counseling (laughs) a month a month then they have to go through mediation okay and then they have to go through a one month cooling off period so that's like two i don't know how long mediation is so by this time you might have forgotten what you originally were but get this d all the while they are still required to work in the office that was a hostile work environment for them. Mm. So that's your boss. Get over it, right, anyway. So you file a complaint, you have to go through a month of legal counseling. You. <laughs> it says here, um, 
By the way, the general counsel of the House is representing the harasser. So you don't even have representation. <laughs> I said your representative, huh? So you got to go out and get your own lawyer because they're going to coalesce behind him, right? The victim has no counsel, no support. The system is stacked. They don't want you to come forward. Who, who, who in their right mind would ever think that you could somehow be treated fairly when you got to go through a month of counseling? You got to go through mediation. And then what did they say? Then there's a month cooling, cooling off period. Off period. Why, Get yourself together. Why the person that, that, that did that to you is being represented by the Council of Congress. We wow. have all those gatekeepers, right? Those people who know um, that at the end of the day, probably going to be their decision whether or not you stay or, or the You're complaint done. is filed or uh, the paperwork's filed. I mean, all these things are, are kept hush-hush. Um, <clears throat> the guys make sure that these, uh, well, I guess what we call protocol steps only mm-hmm. go so far um, yeah. to their advantage, obviously. Yeah, much, much to their advantage. When we come back, we're going to tie in this thing called sexism. And um, and then we're going to look at how we can move forward together. Folks, we'll be right back. Thank you for downloading this episode. Here on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play Music, or whatever podcasting library you're listening to this show on, please rate and review. Those reviews and ratings help us tremendously. We thank you. everyone this is roxy davis and this is deborah burris and we are the roxy by design show our show is designed to bring healing as we share our stories while god redesign our lives so take a ride with us so you can find us at podbean itunes facebook and twitter and blackinstudios.com so thank you everyone for listening to the roxy by design show you have a blessed day and we love you god is good all right, we're back. Look, 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 folks. Um, sexism. D, sexism is defined as... Sexism is defined as prejudice or discrimination based on sex, mm. especially discrimination against women, behavior, conditions, or attitudes that foster stereotypes of social roles based on sex. Okay. The key thing here is based on sex and stereotypes stereotypes right we know women have had to deal with being stereotyped just like minorities Mm -hmm. um again we're talking about the correlation right the the time women were viewed as um baby layers right home 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 you know they were uh susie homemaker right clean the house make dinner Right, you weren't allowed to work. Matter of fact, there was a time where women weren't allowed to even have a bank account without their husband's approval. 
right? They're, let's even go farther back. They weren't allowed to get married unless their father said you had to. Mm-hmm. So they weren't allowed to go to war. They weren't allowed to work in factories. They weren't allowed to vote. I mean, let's, let's, let, okay. So all that sounds extremely similar to minority plight, right? Um, but there's, there's, there's something in the psyche, though, that says one struggle is different than the other struggle. Or that the two are mutually exclusive. Totally disconnected. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, you know, there was a time when, when blacks couldn't even go to school. They couldn't work in certain uh, industries, right? I mean, I, they couldn't vote. You, you, you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I mean, I don't, even, even if you look at the wage gap between, we'll say, white women, okay, because when they say women, they don't always mean minority women, right? When you talk about the women's movement, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, I, not all women. I, I get it. I, I I get it, right? But when you look at the data, not many uh, black women were leaders in the movement. Matter of fact, there's some scholarship that says that the women's movement, the women's movement, has totally omitted. Minority issues from it. Now, why I don't agree with that, because I think when we look at the issues, there is no separation. Somehow, maybe, maybe there's this thinking out there that being isolated from the minority movement might better position it to be successful. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll read you something that I wrote down from, um, a podcast I listened to, to women, women from the Pentagon talking about yes. their experiences dealing with men. Absolutely. And one of the biggest, um, things that jumped out to me right away is that she said, um, uh, we, you know, we face challenges that pose daily dilemmas in and out of our professional scope. Mm. Mm. And as a black person, I don't know about you, but I've, I've faced these same daily dilemmas outside and inside of the professional scope. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, because, I mean, give them an example of society versus familial problems. I mean, in society as a black person, you may have <clears throat> this one way of being that the society accepts from you as a person, as a black person. Mm. Uh, and then your family may see you as somebody totally different from that, you know. So there, there are lots of problems that kind of create an internal conflict mm. on a daily basis. Uh, given from the society that we have to uh, uh, address every day and given from the internal social mm-hmm. and familial things that go on within our own spaces and circles. Yes, yes. So those are really big uh, correlations for, for race and for the, the woman's struggle. Absolutely. And, I, and I, I, you know, you couldn't could have said that better. That is the That is the truth is what we're trying to say here. And I love the way you put that. I mean, it's there. There is no different. In in a house divided cannot stand unless we come together. We talked about those stereotypes. Let's talk about stereotypes for for black folks. Okay, talk about historic historical archetypes for them. Blackface, mm-hmm. that was one of them. Sambo, mm-hmm. pick it any. Uh, let's see, Mammy, Mandingo. Remember that one. Mm-hmm. Mandingo, 
man. Even Jezebel. 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 Okay. What about the uh, tragic Malata, right? Mm. Savage. And these, these, are, these are the historical ones. We know this, Uncle Tom. Okay. That's, well, what a, <laughs> that's the go-to right there. That's the go-to right there. Uncle Tom. <laughs> now, now, let's look at some modern stereotypes. Crackhead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drug dealer. Oh, man, this, these, these kill me right here. Watermelon. Oh, yeah, you get them some watermelon, boy. Oh, I tell you, boy. They, they're sung and dance for you. Give them some watermelon with a side of chicken. Oh, yeah, that's the next one. Fried chicken. Huh? Oh, this one. Welfare queen. Oh. There's more white people on welfare than black. But, but, but. She's get the queen the, of welfare. The queen. The queen of welfare. In all her glory. Magical Negro. Magical. I never heard that one. Oh, angry black woman. He throw in the angry black man too, right? Um, and uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's black athlete. Oh, oh yeah, thug, right? Okay, um, all of these, all of these stereotypes um, that they might not be the, the same stereotype. Uh, unintelligent. They might not be the same stereotypical way of looking at women versus uh, the women's movement versus the civil rights movement. But, but it's still stereo- stereotypes themselves, right? It's still placing us in a category, get this, D, that is less than the white male person in our society. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. It, it's to say that, listen, you are different, right? Women are weak. Right? They can't. No, they can't work in this profession there. God didn't make them that way, right? It's to say that you are different. It's to say that you can't occupy my space because you are different, right? And because of that, now I become superior to you. And with that superiorness comes this idea of control, Mm -hmm. This idea of I'm in charge, this idea of I can do whatever I want to do to you because you are inferior to me. Wow. I mean, I can grab you anywhere. Mm -hmm. I can spank you. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Uh I mean, even as a black male, even as, you know, Terry Crews. I mean, what could he do? Right. He's telling his story. But how many brothers are out there? Right now, you don't think black men are are, are sexualized and mm-hmm. and hit on and 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 marginalized and and talk crazy to sexually? Yes, yes. You don't think black men have been stalked? Oh, yes. hello, been there, done that. Out, man, it happened. Man, I went to the bosses. Man, this is when I was back in the day. Man, it's, and they laughed at me. They 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 literally laughed at me. Nah, Mike, man, chill, man. He's kind of tripping, man. <laughs> Mike came here talking about somebody. <laughs> exactly. But she was psycho, though. And her psychoness came out, and they were like, you know, after I showed them some proof, some recordings, mm. they were like, man, yeah, I guess you, I guess you are right. Mm. But they laughed at me. The very notion that me as a black man could somehow be... Um, stalked or sexually abused 
assaulted? Mm. Oh, I must be weak. Right? Oh, yeah, he weak. Look at man. What are you talking about, man? I, I, I'll tap that. Can't handle a little pressure. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah, I'll tap that. If that if she was after me. You know what I mean? That was yeah. like, I was like, dude, this is unwanted. That's what you don't <laughs> understand, right? Right? It's not about that. But what I'm saying is it is happening to all of us. The question is, what can we do about it? Okay, what can we do about it? Well, let me say this. I'm always uh, trying to encourage people within their own little circles, right, to make a difference. I mean, we, we can look at the national level, but what about our local level? I mean, man, you can't stand for it in your life. If you see it, well, if you're part of it, you need to get some help. I mean, let's just first start right there. First. first things first. Take care of your own broken mind. Okay? Get help. Seek help. If you feel like. We just did yeah. a show on mental illness. Absolutely. Go back and look. Go back and listen. <laughs> Go back and take the some notes right there. But what, what, what are you. What, have you seen this in your own practice, man? In your own. Uh, what you're trying to. The folks you're dealing oh, with now. All the time, and, man. All the time. And it's sad because, I mean. Hearing it and, you know, kind of processing the situations, you yeah. know, kind of putting myself there in real time when women are explaining to me or, or men are explaining to mm. me the things that they've done to women mm. in situations. It's mm. hard, man. Mm. And it just it just show you that dynamic of fear um, that is there uh, with, with women who go through these type of things uh, and the silence also that's mm. there. When they're going through this and can't say anything to anybody. <clears throat> um, in my professional life, there was a time when uh, uh, a woman uh, who was, who was um, her and I worked together, and there was another guy who came into our office, kind of higher-ranking uh, person. And from my vantage point, as I was coming back to the office, we had just had like a little meeting. Like this guy was like following her around this this rectangle table we had met we had <laughs> met at, and like I started walking faster because I just, it didn't seem mm. like right because I yeah. I noticed she was kind of like inching her way around the mm. table like away from him, mm. and I guess he was trying to act like he was you know wanting to show her this pamphlet or a piece of paper and she just kind of like shuffling around the mm. table and I come in there and I was like hey hey what's going on. Mm. And she was like, oh, nothing, Deshaun, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And as soon as that guy left, she was like, Deshaun, you you might you might have saved my life because mm. that cat was, like, chasing me around the room. Mm. And I had no clue that, yeah. I mean, these cats were acting like, like, in a, mm. in a, you know, at a university. I won't say the name, but, like, On a I'm expecting professionalism from professional people. And mm. it's a hard thing to deal with when you can't go to work and focus on work. You got to worry about whether or not... Um, you look a certain type of way mm. or, or guarding yourself from a certain type of mm. appearance so that people mm. don't assume that you want some type of energy in your space. And it's yeah. like all of these safeguards and things you have to do, that's like a problem. Yeah, it is. It is a big problem. I mean, just like us as African-American people, it's having to change the way we talk or the way that we, mm. um, the way we wear our hair in some mm. instances or just the, the things about who we are as mm. natural-born people. Yeah that we have to change to accommodate the sickness of the world. And I'm glad you mentioned that, this idea that um, the victim has to change something about themselves in order to prevent a reoccurrence, right? If I don't 
speak up, you know, if I if if, for instance, I don't make waves, if I disagree, right, uh, if I don't dress this way, right, if I don't wear makeup, mm-hmm. right, I mean, you you you, man, what are we doing to each other, right? We're creating, but we're creating environments um, that are hostile, but also. When the person comes forward, we demonize the person again for speaking up and mm-hmm. saying, I shouldn't have to change myself because you cannot conduct yourself professionally, mm-hmm. right? Because either you have something clinically wrong with you or you're just you're just a sick individual, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we, we have to speak up. We, we, we have to. What you did is something that needs to happen, Right. Not just for women, but for men. We need to be looking around and understanding that it's part of our responsibility to ensure that nobody's being robbed of their humanity. Right. So number one is one one is fixing yourself if you had a problem. Number two is 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 awareness of your environment and what's going on and how you can possibly prevent something like that. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. This is the biggest thing, and we could we could probably could give other things when somebody takes a stand. Stand with them. Mm. Don't make them stand alone. Don't don't look at, well, I got this mortgage, got my kids, and this private school, got kids in college, got uh, got my car payments. I can't, I just can't do it. You know, I, you know, um, you know, I see it's, you know, yeah, Bill is, you know, yeah, that's that's Bill. Bill does that and but I can't stand with Sally. You gotta stand. You you can't this will never stop if we do not stand with those. And let me say this, even even greater, we are at a moment now in our society where the President of the United States is accused of it. Some of the most powerful people in our country is accused of it. You need to be on the side of these women that have found the courage to come forward and tell the truth. And we need to outweigh those that could care less about their humanity. Write your congressman. Go to some sort of rally. Do whatever you feel that you can do to support these women. We can't allow for this. You, you might have a daughter, like DT say. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a little girl. You want her treated like that? Think about your boys. You want your boys to grow up, to be sexualized, to be grabbed? No, that's unacceptable. And we can do something about it because history will speak of us. Somewhere in the distant future, a scribe will reach down deep into the archives of our time. And what will she find? Will she discover that we overcame our differences? Will she find that out of many we became one? Or will she find that we solved nothing and remain a divided peoples? Yes. History will speak of us. We can make a difference if we try. We can be the change that's in our life. All we gotta do is work together. Gotta raise our children better. We gotta stop the hate, stop the hate, and spread the love. One mic, 
Today's broadcast is being brought to you by Blacken Studios. To learn more about Blacken Studios, please visit them at blackenstudios.com or visit them on their Facebook page, Blacken Studios. Today's broadcast is also being brought to you by Perry Publishing and Broadcasting. To learn more about Perry Publishing and Broadcasting, please visit their website at perrypublishingandbroadcasting.net. The opinions of the One Might One Voice show do not reflect the views of Blacken Studios or Perry Publishing and Broadcasting. Thank you for downloading the One Might One Voice show.